You're listening to To The Spirit Podcast. Hi, friends, and welcome to The Spirit. I'm Beck. And I'm Steph. Hey, Steph. Hi. We have a new board today. Yes, I see. It's beautiful. What is today's show about? It's about a glitch in the Matrix, which is basically we might be living in a simulation and not know it. The reality we inhabit is a construct designed in such a way that we're not even aware of it. A glitch in the matrix entered in the lexicon over the past two decades to mean anything that seems like it couldn't possibly be real. That includes eerie coincidences, deeply unlikely occurrences, and any incident that seems to defy logic. There's even been a few movies out there based on these theories and speculations. I personally feel like it's a culmination of deja vu mixed with psychic premonitions, synchronicities, or maybe otherworldly multidimensional type of scenarios. I think so. I would more or less agree with you on that. This is our reality, but there's aspects to our reality that make you kind of step out of it for a second in your mind when you're observing very strange phenomena. And I think that's how it feels to you when you're observing And it seems, you know, there's some strange things that happen and you can't really wrap your head around it. Have you ever experienced a glitch in the Matrix? I'm not really sure. I know we've had this conversation before. I forget the show that we did where we were talking about strange phenomena like missing time. Which I would consider a glitch in the Matrix. It's just weird. I've had um, strange dreams that seem so real that I thought... They actually happened. I knew they didn't. I'm like, oh, that's so weird. And uh, there's a few stories that I've picked up, I think, that are actually like that. I wonder if deja vu would be considered a a glitch in the matrix. It's something. I mean, I I find that very weird. When I've had that happen and you're like, why do I feel like I've been here before? And and you kind of know, like, you're looking around like, yes, I've been here. I went through this before. Where is that coming from? Is there an explanation from a psychological point of view? I don't know. I haven't really read anything what their view is on that. I've had a few experiences. Maybe if I share mine, yours will come. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Here's one from this morning. I went to open up some seltzer boxes to put them in the refrigerator. And I took out a few remaining seltzers from an old box that I had. And I counted them. And there was four. I knew I had four. I set one on the counter because I knew I wanted to drink it. I kind of shuffled things around the fridge and moved things around. And I'll be damned, that seltzer is completely missing. So I start panicking. I'm thinking, hmm, did I put it back in the fridge? I check the fridge. Nope, I count it. There's four seltzers. I check the garbage can. Maybe I threw it out. Nope, it's not in the garbage can. I walk around like I'm losing my mind. Like, did I walk anywhere and set it somewhere? But I didn't gone it just disappeared how does that happen i don't know i actually (laughs) this does trigger a memory of just like a year or so ago i went through this thing and it's never really happened to me before i'm very very good about my wallet and the things in my wallet so i had my debit card and i lost it could not find it i had to call to get another one the new one comes and then i lose that one And I'm like, is there something wrong with my wallet? I literally bought a new wallet because I thought maybe they're just slipping out of there. So I get a new wallet and the new one comes and then I go to use my card in the machine. Didn't work. And I'm looking at my card 
and it's my old card. I looked and looked and looked for that card. This is a new wallet, by the way. And that card is my wallet. And the, the new one that they sent me, nowhere to be seen. So I had to order it again. See, these are the little glitches. Yeah, it's just weird. It's almost like the missing socks that you can't figure out. Or I've been going, I've been missing underwear <laughs> for a long time. I'm like, why is my underwear missing? I'm, I, I figured that might be static and it's sticking to your clothes. And then maybe it's falling off of you when you go to the supermarket. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I had another one where I think I might have mentioned this as well in a previous episode, but I went to a movie theater with my mom to see Beaches. And my grandmother and aunt took us to this movie because at the time my, my mom didn't have a car. So they had to drive us and they came in and watched the movie. They sat in the row in front of us on the edge of the aisle right in front of us. When we got done with the movie, we asked them, what do you guys think of the movie? They're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, what do you what do you mean? What are we talking about? How, what did you guys think of the movie? Wasn't it sad? Because, you know, we were crying at the end. You know how Beaches was very emotional <laughs> and they had no idea. They acted like they weren't there. They don't know what we're talking about. I don't understand. Did they go somewhere together in their minds or glitch in the Matrix? That's a weird story. I don't remember if anything. I feel like things like that have happened in my life, but they're not coming to me in the strongest memory. But I've definitely had deja vu. I remember I went to Howe's Cavern, and it's a really neat cave. And I remember the moment I got into like the main entrance, like a big building, and I'd never been there before, but I could have sworn we were there before. I'm like, why would I feel that way? It's just so weird to me. Wow, and you had never been there before? No, it was the first time. There was another night. I had a roommate. I lived on the north side. Now, this is in the city. And there were no trains near us where we lived. All of a sudden, like, the lighting started getting weird outside. We started hearing what sounded like wind like a hurricane, like a tornado. And we started hearing this crazy sound, like a train, like a giant train was going over the whole city. The only thing close enough to explain it is when people talk about when a tornado is ripping through, they hear this like train, freight train sound and mm -hmm. the winds pick up. But there was no tornado. I remember going out with my roommate standing on the porch outside and looking around and it was just surreal. It looked like an alien mothership was coming. The lighting was really weird, like a yellowish sepia tone that was happening. And I joked about it being a UFO, but we had no idea what that was. And it was really strange. There was no reports on the television about it or on the news. Nobody else mentioned it in the area. So I don't know how to explain that either. Yeah, that's really weird. When you think about our lives, we are all made of bits and pieces of things that miraculously come together and function. It's like, you know, we're souls living in this body and we have an intelligence. You get all this information when you're a child and that's like the most important time of your development that kind of shapes who you're going to be when you get older. But we're literally brainwashed when you think about it. Your parents are teaching you this certain way, this certain system. And maybe your church is teaching you a certain system and your school is teaching you a certain you know, you're, you're creating your reality by all these things that we call truths or whatever they are. Sometimes when you really analyze that, we don't really know. I don't know. I, ju I just look at it and go, it's just all so strange. It starts to seem to me like it is set up and like, would we be? <laughs> it's just weird. 
the way that our government right now runs things. We're so used to it. And at a drop of a hat, you know, we have this coronavirus coming and we all just fall in line and we just accept what they say. But there's some people out there that look at it and go, no, this isn't normal. And I don't know, it's just, it's all bizarro world to me right it now, is. actually. Well, now more than ever, it's bizarro world. If anyone that listens to this out there knows this, or you, Becky, and you might have, have read this, but I'm really big into, you know, health stuff. So I was reading about the microbiome, and what's astonishing about the microbiome, and if no one knows that term, it's basically all your microorganisms in your, in your gut and in your intestines that help you break down food. And there's millions of varieties of this. So... Some people eat like one type of food can cause one type of bacteria to dominate. And one of them is called uh, like they call it candida when it gets out of control. Yeast. It's a yeast. And this yeast eats sugar. But literally the people that have this dominant bacteria and they have those cravings, the cravings aren't coming from you. They're coming from them. And it's controlling your brain. It's almost like you're taking over. Like a parasite. It is. And it's like you've become zombified in a way. And there's other microorganisms, like if you can get that under control, you usually can get your sugar cravings under control. And there's other um, microorganisms that have those type of effects. A lot of mental illness, too, is linked to these little tiny things that seem to be, and it makes you question, are you really you? Who are you? If I mean, you have to deal with this body. <laughs> so, And if, if other things have control over you. Well, you know what I say to that? If there's little yeasts running after me. <laughs> Run. Well, I have a story. This one's called Shotgun. Something I happened upon in the research for Glitch in the Matrix. Shotgun. I only vaguely remembered the incident, but one night both of my grandparents were woken up by a loud sound. My grandmother swore it was a shotgun. My grandpa said it was a car backfiring since there was no one nearby who would be shooting. We live pretty far from anyone. They bickered over it for a bit and then went back to bed. About 15 minutes or so later, the phone rang. It was my aunt. Her husband had been shot with a shotgun by a neighbor just 20 minutes before. The thing is, they lived seven states away. That's weird. I would put that in the spiritual realm. Like I how would we're too. All, how yeah. we're all connected. Yeah, maybe a psychic. Maybe the family has psychic abilities. And they were able to hear that through... Or it could have been a glitch in the matrix. It could have been something that resonated through timelines. So it gets confusing to me because you have all these different theories, right? And they say we're living several lives at once. Stephanie is living here, but there's another Stephanie on another plane living... On a beach somewhere beautiful. <laughs> right. <laughs> Trying to catch up to that person. Exactly. There she is. Let's go. And what happens when those two intersect or... What happens if you take a left instead of a right? Does that Me do... and the other Stephanie would have a beer together. Would you? <laughs> what if the other Stephanie is evil? I'd have to kill her. <laughs> uh, it just gets confusing to me because I think, well, if we're living simultaneous lives and the past is the future and the future is the past, that means there's several of us living in different time frames at the same time. Doesn't it get very confusing? It's very confusing. I can't wrap my head around I it. I can't either. I think I don't even think scientists can. They say, oh, they, they try to... Where's Neil deGrasse Tyson when oh, you need Oh, jeez. <laughs> don't even get me going on him. You want me to do a story? Yeah. The wife who was seen in two different spots. One evening, a man and his wife returned home from dinner. When he opened the door, he saw his wife sitting at the computer doing work, which is a normal sight when he gets off of work. 
except for the fact that she was entering the house with him. When they went to bed, he told her that he'd inexplicably seen her sitting at the computer earlier. She got very serious and told him that she had seen herself sitting at the computer too. What do you do with that? I heard my mom's voice one time and I chalked that one up to spirits playing games because our house was basically haunted at the time and I don't think it was with ghosts. I think it was demonic. Right. My mom and I were getting ready to go to the store shopping, our Sunday shopping that we would do. And um, I knew she went to the car and my dad was doing dishes. Both heard my mom call my name out and my dad heard it. And we both looked at each other like, she just left. So I go in the bedroom where I heard the voice come from. No one was in there. I ran outside. My mom was waiting in the car. I said, were you just in the house? Did you call my name? She says, no, I've been out here waiting for you. So it was a very strange situation for me. My brother Tim was uh, very little at the time. He didn't go with us. We were out late. My dad wanted to put him to bed. So he put him in bed, tucked him in really tight, and he went down in the basement to do laundry, and he hears Tim run boop, 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 all the first floor. And my so dad, he heard him go, run. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're good at that. But heard him running, so he's a little upset because he's like, why is he getting out of bed? And he goes up there, and he said when he went in Tim's room, he was in the bed, but he was perp- you couldn't tuck him in this way. And he was like, Tim? And he was sound asleep. You can't, you can't tuck yourself in, like, super tight. No, you can't. My dad used to do it so tight. I don't know what his reason for that was. Like a little burrito. Yeah, basically, or an egg roll or something. Yeah. <laughs> and so <laughs> that happened that same night that I heard my mom's voice. So, we, I mean, I chalked that up to, like, spiritual activity, but it's very weird. Where is it? You know, it's obviously spirits in another dimension, that, but that kind of touch ours. A glitch in the matrix, because are they supposed to be crossing over like that? I don't think so. Stay in your own damn dimension. (laughs) So here's another uh, one very similar to what you said, and it's called The Uninvited. Once I walked into my living room from the hallway and saw my mom in the kitchen pouring a bowl of something. She was fully clothed, which is important to the story. I said, hey, what are you doing? Her response unnerved me. She ignored me, put something in the fridge, and walked into her room without a word. I was rattled, honestly, because something felt off, but I convinced myself she didn't hear me and walked into my room. Not even two minutes later, she walks into my room soaking wet in a towel and tells me she had fallen asleep in the bathtub and had just woken up. Weirdest moment ever. I get chills just thinking about it now. Hmm. Why did that other mother talk to her or him? This is a simple story. A guy has a girlfriend of two years named Susan. One night he has a dream that he cheated on Susan with his ex-girlfriend. In the dream, while having sex with his ex, he looked over, and standing outside the window is his mortified girlfriend. Susan is crying. He forgot about the dream, but then a few days later, when he was hanging out with Susan, she told him that she had a weird dream a few days earlier. She then described the exact same dream he had, but from her point of view, looking through the window. That's weird. Two simultaneous dreams, and he never talked to her about it, but she... Discussed it with him. Yeah. Same dream. And she was doing exactly what he saw, but it was in the other window. An unseen presence. It was four in the morning. I'm quite the night owl. Me too. So I headed downstairs to grab something to drink. Kitchen is separated from the living room by a dividing wall. But I realized someone is there because I can see a person's shadow from around the corner. I think to myself, oh, my roommate must be up already. Maybe he has something to do. So as I turn the corner, I say, hey, good morning. 
I then immediately get a chill up my spine. No one is in the kitchen besides me. I'm totally completely alone. In fact, I searched the entire first floor of the house frantically and no one is there at all. So I head back upstairs and give a hard knock on my roommate's door. No answer. So I slowly open the door. Roommate is passed out asleep and doesn't seem like he's waking up anytime soon. There's no way he could have made it back up to his room that fast without running. And I would have noticed because the floors are creaky, especially on the staircase. When he woke up in the morning, he had no idea what was happened. And I told him his eyes got real wide and he turned pale. He looked me right in the eye and said, this isn't a funny joke. Don't mess with me. It turns out he had been having bad dreams all night about someone being in the house who shouldn't have been. But whenever he confronted the person, he could never see their face. All that was there was a black silhouette. Haven't had that experience since, and we agree not to talk to each other about it. Hmm. If it's a glitch in the Matrix, then all these supernatural things that people are having could be a glitch. So the movie that I think explains this in a very unique way, I thought this movie was fantastic, is the movie Interstellar with Matthew McConaughey. And basically, that does future and past. Like, he's, it's basically, he's on this journey. He's got to go to outer space, a really difficult mission. He has to sacrifice his life. But then he's in another dimension. And earlier in the movie, you see something going on with their uh, library in their house. Right. So it looks like spiritual stuff. Yeah, you think it's spiritual. But it's him in the other dimension basically trying to influence this whole scenario, which seems like it's kind of in a weird loop. It's amazing. The movie is so amazing. But I think it very much explains possibly what's going on. As a spirit, they say you're in another dimension. Like we're in 3D, they could be in 4D. And while they're in that dimension, spirits, according to many that have had NDEs or writings throughout history, you can do pretty much whatever you want. And it's all based on thought. So if you want to be in a location, you just think it and you're there. Which makes sense, right? What we call aliens, whatever they are. It seems that most people who encounter them, they're dealing with it in a telepathic way. They seem to be able to maneuver much more efficiently and more easy. The laws of gravity and all that stuff doesn't seem to apply to them. So if you think of it in that sense, then we know there's multi-dimensions. And then that could explain why some people see spirits floating, hovering several feet above where we would stand, operating on different levels and dimensions. I think also, like I was saying, when people are living here, you're born, you're living your life. We don't see the spiritual. I think that, you know, we only see the physical. So to us, it just seems so otherworldly, but it, it's probably we're just in it, just like they're in it. But we are limited the way that we're brainwashed throughout our lives to. Do you think that they're limited in seeing us, though? I don't know, because I've listened to scientists talk about the other dimensions. And basically, if you're in a higher dimension, we're in three dimensions, right? But we can see the second dimension is also in this. And we can clearly see it easily because we're in the third. The second and the first are easily obtainable to us because they're right there. So I'm guessing that if you're in the fourth or fifth or however far it goes, it's just as easy for them, whoever is there, to see what's going on here. It's like when you hear near-death experiences by people, they say they could see stuff going on down here when they were visiting heaven or wherever they were. They knew what was going on. They don't know how they know it, but it's like a whole new thing opens up to them that they were limited here.
So my mom had something weird happen to her too, which she calls a glitch in the matrix. To me, these things all blur together. So I don't, I'm not sure what's what. To me, this would be like a reincarnation type of thing. But to mm-hmm. her, she felt like it was more of a glitch in the matrix type thing. And she was at a fort for fireworks, I believe. And she was there with her husband. And all of a sudden, this little kid comes running up to her. And he wraps his arms around her and goes, Mommy, Mommy, Mommy. And she just is kind of shook. Like, I'm not this kid's mom. And then suddenly the parents come rushing over and say, Oh, my God, we're so sorry. We don't know what's going on. And he was like, Mommy, Mommy, Mommy. Now, to me, she might have been his mother in a past life, perhaps. And they cross paths. Could have been a glitch in the Matrix. I'm not sure. The man who briefly had a second life. A man recalls working as a vendor at a fish market. One morning he woke up, got dressed, got tea, went to the docks, bought some fish, and did his entire routine before selling fish all day. He spoke with friends, smoked cigarettes, counted his money, paid his stall rent, went home, ate dinner, relaxed, and went to bed. The next morning he woke up, ready to go back to the docks for fresh fish, Only things were different. He was in bed next to his wife, and it was a Saturday. So he didn't have work. It was all a dream. He's a married man who has never worked in a fish market, yet somehow he experienced life as some single fish vendor in an entirely different life with no idea how it happened. What? (laughs) It's a dream, but I've had weird dreams like that. I've had dreams where I swore, and I've talked about this one, that my family owned an RV. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you did. And the RV was loaded with dog treats. (laughs) I think they were sausages. This one's called More Like Lake Erie. In the seventh grade, I had a friend that lived near a beach on a bay on Lake Michigan. And one day in early May, it reached 70 degrees, nearly unheard of for that time of year in northern Wisconsin. My two friends, including the beach friend, excitedly rode our bikes down to the beach to dip our toes in, expecting frigid waters, and then tan for the rest of the afternoon. The water, though, was surprisingly warm, like bath water warm. In this particular area of the bay, the water was shallow for about a half a mile out. And we joyously splashed around, wading deeper and deeper until we were about chest deep. As we dunked each other and swam with abandon, I started to feel sick. Bad headache. Nausea. Wobbly. Just then, my other two friends mentioned that they felt sick. We headed back to shore, nearly crawling by the time we got out. The three of us collapsed under a tree, and we fell asleep for up to two hours. When we woke up, we talked about how weird it was. I dipped my toe back in the water, and it was freezing cold. To this day, I have no idea what was in there. I do know that there's a chemical plant in our town that used to manufacture things like Agent Orange, and that their practices were known to be less than environmentally conscious, I have never touched the water since. That was Lake Erie? Yeah. Yeah, that's a really polluted... I guess at one time it was very polluted. <laughs> could it do that to you? So, so perhaps they got poisoned. It could be. I mean, I remember going like to Lake Ontario and you're exhausted at the end of the day. Like yeah. Swimming and being near the water. You're dehydrated. And I would have very deep sleeps. Oh, yeah. Well, anytime that. you're out swimming in the sun and you're exerting yourself in the water... I sleep wonderfully. I also get chilly in the evening, which is weird because I'm hot-blooded, as you know. Mm -hmm. I just think it's a lot of exhaustion, physical exertion and things like that. I came over and I said, Becca, hey, let's make something for dinner together. And I decided to make, you know, meatballs and sauce. 
I brought two cloves of garlic and I only found one in the bag and I knew I threw it in there. So that's basically a glitch in the matrix. Today's a missing clove of garlic. Either that or <laughs> the clove is in the car, slowly heating up and it's going to smell like garlic in I your car. I will know when I get in there because I couldn't find it. I'm like, where is it? <laughs> I didn't put it in a bag. I just threw it in a big like shopping bag with all the other stuff. The mom who is in two places. A boy and his mom were in a woodsy area near the backyard taking pictures of old cars to sell. Suddenly, there was a rustling in the bushes and his mom told him to run, so he booked it. As he sprinted, he heard a clanking sound as if someone had jumped on the cars. He arrived at his house in a panic, only to find his mom sitting at the table reading the paper. He asked his mother about it as an adult, and while she remembers having cars in the backyard that she sold, she doesn't recall this incident ever happening <laughs> So it's either a false memory or or he just had a weird experience, you know? Second chance at life. I lost my life. I saw it. I lived it. Either it was another world with a version of me I saw that passed, or I'm going crazy, but I swear I lost my life. We had a pep rally in school, and after it was finished, we had to go back to class. Well, my friend and I were not into that, so we decided to go across the street to the Sonics. On that street, there's no heavy traffic, but if you don't pay attention, you could get hit. Well, I remember walking with him as he dropped something, so I went across the street first. I just saw a red Tahoe heading right for me, and I got hit. I remember everything. I remember gasping for air. I remember waking up and sleeping again, then nothing. All of a sudden, I was back in the stadium again, and the exact same words came out of the principal's mouth. My friend wanted to go get Sonic, but I was freaking out. I was asking him everything. I thought it had to be a dream, so I went with him just to see what would happen. He dropped his stuff again, and I waited. To my horror, that same red Tahoe showed up. I told him that I was going back to school. I ain't leaving this world again. I can still see the other version of me on that street just messed up and not even moving. Now, is that a premonition, though? It seems like what people would call a premonition. See, there's a fine line with these stories. Some of them seem supernatural. Some of them seem premonitions. Some of them seem dimensional. Not sure. Sometimes I think, too, like, you know, the knowledge that we have in our general knowledge of life. And then someone reveals to you something that is outside of what you've been observing. And then your whole life changes. You you kind of accept that new information. And now you don't see the world in the same view anymore. It's just your outlook on everything changes. Different reality. You know, different reality. And mm -hmm. you see things differently. At age 10, someone was in a parking lot with their parents. They looked up at a nearby house and saw a teen in the window. The teen waved, and the 10-year-old waved back. It felt like they somehow knew each other. Ten years later, this person was visiting their grandmother's new house. They looked out of a window and realized it was the house overlooking the same parking lot from years ago. Then a girl around 10 years old in the parking lot waved up to them. It felt like they knew each other. The person couldn't explain it and was left feeling freaked out. So it was like a repeat situation that was probably a lot like a deja vu, but not a deja vu. You know, it's like yeah. they had this experience looking up in the window, someone waved, and now they're in the window waving down to someone looking up at them. And yeah. they had the same eerie feeling of like they knew each other. I saw a dude with no face driving a car. No features at all. It was just blank. I did more than just a glance at him, too. I was staring just smooth skin and a men's haircut. I've never told anyone because it's so ridiculous sounding and I don't think people would believe me. Maybe there's a rational explanation, but I know what I saw. 
seeing a man with no face driving a car. All I could think is run. What was the movie uh, Jacob's Ladder? Do you remember that movie? Yes. And those yes. were the, like the no face people and their heads would like violently Move, toss back yeah. and forth. Yep. And that was a weird movie where he was living like in two weird realities. Yes, that's kind of a glitch in the Matrix movie, actually. And it, he was, it's just like the people that swam in Lake Erie. He had, was exposed to like some sort of chemical when he was in Vietnam. That was part of the story. Agent Orange. It's probably Agent Orange. Probably. Which is now called Roundup, if anyone wants to know. <laughs> oh, really? I think it's the same stuff. I'm not totally sure not on that. Tang. Tang. Yeah, it's all Tang. <laughs> Sunny Delight. <laughs> the worst ever. It's That's like drinking Agent Orange. Yeah. As a child, orange. I rejected that. I rejected it. <laughs> I liked Sunny D. Oh. I was a bit addicted to it. That, But that could have been my uh, funguses in my gut telling me to drink it. <laughs> I don't know how, though, because you used to dive for oranges. Do you remember that, Seth? Oh, yeah. When Becky and I were teenagers, I think her mom bought us shopping yeah. and then had a whole bunch of oranges. It's probably one of my favorite fruits, but I don't really eat fruit anymore. You were breaking them apart and tossing them, and I was leaping in there and catching them in my mouth like I was some sort of weird, like... Acrobat circus freak. Yeah. And then we... I was up- amazing at it. You were. I- and the first time I did it, I was like catching everything in my mouth. She was. It was goofy. It was amazing. And then we went into, can you shove the whole orange in your mouth? And I almost drowned because the juices <laughs> kept on filling up into my throat and I couldn't get the orange out of my mouth. So I was like, I'm going to drown. And I was having a panic attack. Can you imagine dying from uh, drowning from an orange juice? <laughs> So like Becky's Seltzer story, this is called The Unexplainable Boiled Egg. A man described an occasion in which he went to grab breakfast at a small buffet that his job had every morning. The kitchen was deserted as he went to a ceramic egg tray that contained 12 warm, fresh-boiled eggs. He took one and went to a nearby garbage bin to peel off the shell. Then he turned around, stunned. There were 12 eggs in the tray again. Nobody had entered the room while he was peeling. Yet this quantum egg had inexplicably reappeared. So it wasn't like missing, but more were added as there was. Right. Did you understand that story? (laughs) Kind of. (laughs) (laughs) They're odd. Here's another Redditor story. It's called Hit the Lights. I was on vacation in Florida visiting a friend. We were walking on the beach on a perfectly sunny day when everything went black for a second. I thought it was weird, but explained it away by thinking my eyes were playing tricks on me but then my friend spoke and my blood ran cold she looked at me and asked did everything just go black for a second hmm i'm excited to go away with the girls are you oh yeah i've been waiting for this for a while we have been podcasting for 10 months straight without a break (laughs) people keep saying take a vacation don't bring the gear with you don't podcast take a break so we're doing that We're heading up to the mountains. We're not going to tell you which mountains. It's an undisclosed location in case you want to try to murder us so you don't know where we are. (laughs) Reese's peanut butter cup shots. Have you heard of this? No. Peanut butter whiskey. I think I've heard of that. I'm not. I can't drink, but you guys don't have to tell me. It sounds gross. Sounds like an allergy attack waiting to happen for somebody. You don't like peanut butter cups? I do. I think you'll like this. Somebody else could have a bad reaction. Well,. One of the girls actually has a peanut allergy, so I think we should keep that. Because it's actually made with real peanuts, apparently. That, that That's w- weird. It's a whiskey. Yeah. I've heard good whiskey. reviews on it, though. What are your thoughts on the glitch in the Matrix? I don't know. I All of this really weirds me out. All these stories, even thinking about my own existence 
and how weird and miraculous it all really is when you think about it's true our lives. we're yeah. all just little bits and pieces like they all work together to create this body and all the other little tiny organisms do you think anything weird's going to happen to us when we go away i i would almost say I'm, yes i'm banking on it <laughs> because doesn't always something the last girls get away that yeah. i went i didn't go to the one last year because i couldn't but the year before yeah that was we had Very... a little ghost boy jumping on the bed. Yes. So I'm expecting it this year, but I just hope there's no bears because then we're going to have to run. <laughs> I will bring my recorder though, just in case I need to do an on-site interview or perhaps an EVP session. Yeah. We always come back with some sort of story. So maybe we'll be talking about our trip. Yeah. Is it bad that I'm secretly hoping that something kind of weird happens, but not in a bad way, not in a way where we're just like, oh boy, the whole vacation was ruined. Mm -hmm. That'd be really cool. I want to thank our listeners, but I also want to thank our guests because we have had some really good guests and we have more guests lined up as soon as we get back from vacation. You guys really helped to make this program and we appreciate your support. We ask for your continued support by leaving us a review on Apple. If you're listening on an Apple device, it's really easy. You don't even have to write any words. Just pop in a five star for us or subscribe to us on YouTube. Just hitting that subscribe button helps. You can contact us at to the spirit pod at gmail.com. You can also leave us messages in the links of our description. We have a speak pipe link where you can leave us an actual voicemail. You can go to anchor.fm slash to the spirit and leave us a voicemail on there and we'll respond to it. In fact, before we end the show stuff, we got a really glitch in the matrix type of email. So let's try to answer it. Okay. <laughs> Hello from Alabama. Number one, Owen Wilson is on Loki. How did you manage to make that happen? I don't understand that. Owen Wilson is on Loki. Isn't I, Loki the character from our Earth? Yeah, from yeah. Thor. Yeah. I, I, it's a big show. I haven't watched it yet. And I have no idea how we managed to make that happen. So that was very <laughs> odd. Number two. George Goddard planned to propose to his girlfriend, Isabel, after hiking to the summit of the Simonside Hills in Northumberland National Park in England. According to local folklore, the trail is haunted by gangs of evil dwarves known as Duerger. I don't know if I'm saying that right. These supernatural entities are apparently known for playing tricks. You two could have warned him that Durger would steal his ring. Would he have listened? Well, I apologize that we did not warn you. <laughs> <laughs> but the reality yeah. is, is that we didn't even know that the Durger was a thing. Yeah, we let that one slip by. Sorry. Yeah, we'll, we'll be on that next time. Number three, is it Qigong or Qigong? I think people say both ways. All right, we'll say Qigong is a Chinese system of physical exercise and breathing control related to Tai Chi. I know this because I practice Qigong. Number four, why did sports night get canceled? Why, Steph, why did it get canceled? Well, it's uh, because it has nothing to do with our podcast. We had to get rid of it. Yeah, but I'm assuming with the pandemic, you know, just... Sometimes you got to drop some stuff. You do. <laughs> Number five. Why did Firefly get canceled? I don't even know what Firefly is. Is that a TV show? Yeah, it's a sci-fi TV show that I didn't, I never watched. I'm guessing because it sucked. It had, it had a, <laughs> it did have a cult following. Number six. Now I just watched Space Ghost and Dino Boy reruns. 
I love Space Ghost. I remember it back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what Dino Boy is. Do you? I've heard of it. I've never seen it. But I used to have the um, Space Ghost Coast to Coast, the DVD with all the songs. Okay. Very good. Number seven. Your podcasts are still rocking strong. Please continue. Glenn. That was awesome, Glenn. Thank you, Glenn, for writing in. Thank you. We appreciate it. And remember, in a world of ones and zeros, are you a zero or the one? Run. Bye. Bye. To the spirit. Supernatural science. I'm ghost. Psychic. Mystic. Spirit. Divine source. Heaven. The dead. It's magic, magic.